It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And today's topic is pimping and how it affected the black community. Um, I'm going to start off just saying, you know, we got to be very wary of the words that we use to describe each other. And I'm going to start off by saying, what's one of the most common phrases amongst black men? My nigga. My nigga. Yo, them my niggas. My nigga. Man, my niggas would never do that shit. My niggas don't give a fuck about nothing. My niggas going to work hard. The first person to ever said the term my nigga based on pronunciation and um, accent was not a black person. That's a lie. That's a myth. It was white slave owners. Okay? I'm going to reference the movie Django throughout this whole um, thing. Even in the movie Django, Django is a very important movie because it shows a lot of the parts of our history that we don't even really know about ourselves. So, in the movie Django, right? You remember that scene where Django and his friend rode up on a horse and he was like, um, he said something like, not around my niggas he came. The slave master said that. You know, he's not even, they're not always going to, not all of them were going to pronounce E-R and, and thrust that er in there and say nigger. They were, some of them were going to say nigger. It's not really they were trying to take away from the word or give to the word or give power to the word or anything. It was just simply the way they talk. You know what I'm saying? It's like some people in the South, they might be like, man, fuck this shit. They didn't even add the CK to the F word. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you know, it's not really uncommon for a Southerner to take an ER word and, and make an A out of it. So it's the same thing going into pimping, right, with with you calling. With, what's another very common phrase amongst black men? Man, where the hoe is that? That shit come from pimping. I mean, you know, when we say spit game, macking, all that shit come from pimping. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, we call the women hoes. Let's keep it real. You know, even black men who fuck with white girls, when they say we're the hoes, they ain't referring to no white girls. They may not know that, but subconsciously, they're not, that's not who they think. They think, well, where are the black girls? They're not saying, where are all the women who sell pro- uh, sell, sell their body? They're not saying, where are all the prostitutes? They refer to black women as hoes. And, um, you know, the black woman was treated like that and such. And now, if you look around, majority of them are hoes. Just like majority of black men are niggas. So that's where that, you know, that's that's something that stemmed from pimping. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, to be, a, to be a good pimp back in the days, you know, and what it is is this. Women are submissive, naturally, especially black women, because black people are more submissive than white people. Right, and we'll get into that in a second. And I'll refer back to Django on that, and you can actually do your own research on this as well. Um, because the women were so submissive, right? They submit to whatever man was glorified. So things like what we call the black culture, black exploitation films, they put the wrong black man up there and put the right black man as a square, as a lane. So that's why so many women are fucked up now because they don't feel the need to submit because they've watched other black women submit but they forget the black women were submitting to the wrong men they were submitting to pimps gangsters thugs felons criminals wife beaters da- uh, deadbeat dads because these are the things these are the not the deadbeat dads are glorified but the type of nigga that would be a deadbeat dad is he's he, he's exalted you know what I'm saying I think that's the right word while the other man the, the good man is looked at as lame right and um you know the the women were submissive to these pimps you know and there's a reason why if you look back into like the 60s and 70s why the pimps they had perms and they had beautiful 
long hair and nails and wore flamboyant colors and talked with their hands. And a lot of the time, a lot of the pimps, you know, one of the main, one of the main rules of selling drugs is what? You know, don't get high on your own supply. Well, one of the main rules of pimping is, you know, you can't, you can't do much, you can't do too much pimping with your dick up in them. You feel me? So like they, they, they didn't, they didn't really too much, um, fuck their hoes. The smart pimps didn't even fuck their hoes. You know why? Because they understood the power of what's in our pen. A lot of people say pussy has power. Dick has power too. Penis definitely has power. If penis didn't have power, the Freemasons, right, and the people all in control of the secret societies would not have put phallic structures up all over the world to represent power and to keep people submissive to a government. You know what I'm saying? Governing the mind, control of the mind, mind control. Therefore, that's why you see all these phallic symbols, like that big pentagon-looking shape thing inside of Washington, D.C. You just, just look it up. Just Google P-H-A-L-L-I-C, and you'll go from there, right? So there's a lot of power in the penis. Matter of fact, there's more power in the penis because the penis is used to make people submissive. Nobody submits to women. They may be desperate for women, be thirsty for women, but you don't submit in a submissive way to a woman like you would submit to the penis or a man you see what i'm saying you submit to your dad why do you think women call men daddy even gay men call their boyfriends daddy but don't none of us call our girlfriends mommy i mean spanish niggas probably do you know what i'm saying because you submit to your dad you submit to a man you submit to the phallic the penis has power and he understood that if i if i make this woman love me but i don't give her all of me i can have control same thing women do right you know, the common saying amongst, you know, young men is, you know, once I bust my nut, I don't care about it no more, right? So, a lot of women have power in their pussy, not by giving it, by withholding it. Same thing with a man, because men also have power in their dick. And pimps were people who were very smart. They understood the psychology and mentality, mentality of humans, of women, especially black women and black men. That's how they were able to teach a woman that maybe not even was a freak, never was a hoe, to sell her body. Think about it. Get a, tr- Play a man, call him a trick. He's a trick, right? He's a trick. Trick a man out of his money and bring the money back to him. Okay? When you have this long, beautiful hair and these nice nails and these, and these colorful clothes, these women, they, they, they get hooked on the look. Now all you got to do is lay the game down, right? You break the bitch, as they, they, they call it. Break the bitch and you build the bitch. That goes back to the same thing slave owners did to us, right? They broke us down and they built us up the way they wanted to. If anything, pimps could have been actually a great tool to the black community because they could have used their knowledge and insight on the uh, mentality and psychology behind women to help build them up. But instead, it's like it's like working at a bank. Because you know how this bank works, you start stealing money. You know where all the money goes, you know, security, you know who's watching the camera, when they watching the camera, everything. You're using your power for bad, ultimately, right? You're using your knowledge for bad and, and personal gain. That's that's basically, you know, a good analogy to what pimps did. And the long hair is like, for anybody who believes that women don't love pretty niggas and they don't like men with a little feminine touch to them, explain to me how in the 80s, Prince had all types of women ready to do anything for him. The most flamboyant nigga we've ever seen in the music industry. Had so many women, bro. So many women. Have you seen his ex-wife? She was fucking fine as shit. 
Okay, so trust me, they like that shit because I'm gonna say some shit right now and I'm gonna put no homo on it. But y'all, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a very smart person and I'm just I'm just very good at looking at things from logic. Men are naturally more beautiful than women. We were God's first creation. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you see a, the average woman, and, and this is how fucked up the men, how weak the woman is, and I'm not trying to say that to insult them, I'm just telling the truth. Even the most beautiful of women feels the need to add all these things to her to feel beautiful. Men wake up in the morning, put lotion on their face, brush their teeth, brush their hair, and walk out the door, right? When you, when you walk down the street, ladies, whatever you see on a man is what you get. We have to kind of do a little digging to get to the real you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he has good skin, the nigga just got good skin. If he has nice eyebrows, the nigga just got nice eyebrows. If he got nice eyelashes, so on, so on. If he got good hair, he just got good hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you take that, women subconsciously already notice these things. They know these things. Then you put this perm in his hair. He's looking down on you. You see what I'm saying? And I know that trick probably wouldn't work anymore. But back in those days, it definitely worked. You know what I'm saying? We're talking um, post-slavery, pre-civil rights, but at the same time, present civil rights, post-civil rights era. Of course it would work. The whole black race was a little bit mentally weaker back then. We were all, but they say, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. We were all that. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically what I'm trying to say is that when they had the long hair and the pretty hair and the nails, that shit was to shit on the woman and show her, show her I am what you wish you could be. You should listen to me. You see what I'm saying? So they broke the woman down. They built it back up just like in slavery. You know, and that comes back to the submissive thing I was talking to you about earlier. And Django, you remember the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio takes the skull of old Uncle Ben, which was the slave that used to take care of his dad. And he broke the skull down and showed that the black man has a more submissive, uh, some type, you know, more significance in their brain that's because white people understood that we are the true children of god we, we were made to be sub submissive that's why white people are so rebellious that's why they rebelled against the whole world they don't have that same amount of submissiveness in their brain you know saying because they're not the true living children of god they are children of god but they're not the children of god they're not the chosen children of god you know saying um the black man was very submissive because of that reason we submit to whatever is glorified to us same thing with the black woman you know what i'm saying they submit to whatever is glorified to them that's why young black girls want thugs when they get older they want the good guy because you know when you watch the older movies what's who's the who's the popular guy the good guy you watch the younger movies I, i'm not just saying it's just movies i'm just trying to show you the programming that's put into us and you better not ever think that movies don't have power um film doesn't have power in programming a group of people a group of humans so you know what I'm saying like I know I know I'm all over the place with this whole message but I want you guys to just kind of try to keep up with me I, I've, I've said a lot in just 11 minutes you know what I'm saying? I know I have but that's just that's where the submission comes from you know what I'm saying that's why I said watch that movie Django and pay attention to all the every every little detail it has a lot of facts in it a lot of very deep subjects that can come from and deep conversation that can come from watching that film in, in detail and all that it entails, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, slavery, the same thing the white man did to us, you know, and what he do? He, he, he stripped us of our knowledge of self, right? He pounded it us into, into us through rape and um, humiliation, right? And also um, making us feel inferior 
right? And even just strictly, just simply physically beating us. Aren't those the same tactics a lot of pimps used to use? Make the woman feel inferior, you know, um, not maybe not necessarily rape her, but just breaking her down in every way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially to the point where she feels like she needs him. Just like that's, that's why a lot of black people feel like they still need their master to this day. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, excuse me. Um, black women have fell off because they're, they're not submissive anymore. They try not. They try so hard to fight their natural femininity. It's in their it's in their feminine it's in their feminine nature to be submissive. It's just what are you being submissive to? Any good woman with a good man would tell you she has no problem being submissive to her man because shit, it's the right person to be submissive to. You see what I'm saying? You ain't gonna get nothing nothing good out of submitting to the wrong man. You know, but all the wrong men are what's being glorified. So and been putting their faith in the program to go for that. And trust me, there's a white hand involved with that somewhere. But anyways, the pimps definitely were used to push that. That's what some of the first black films were of pimps. You know what I'm saying? I mean it was it was like it broke down our whole race in one with just one thing. It didn't, it didn't even take the drug dealers and gangsters or uneducated black men or incarcerated black men, just the pimps. They could have literally just gave us pimps and that's all it would have took. It literally destroyed us because it broke broke us down. It made men look at women like they're just hoes. Women started feeling like they just hoes. Now they became just hoes. And uh, the, the grand ultimate effects of pimping you can see in the black community to this day. Even though the classical, typical, traditional pimp no longer really truly exists. But when you when you think about it, the average young black man is a pimp. On a way smaller scale, that's he's a pimp, using the, making a woman go out there and do all these things for him to bring it back to him, right? The average young black man is a pimp, you know what I'm saying? So, he, you know, saying his terminology comes from pimping. So I'm gonna spit some game, I'm gonna match this bitch, you know what I'm saying? Fuck these hoes, get this money, man. That bitch better bring me something. I know niggas who they girl bring them their whole check, you know what I mean? Like, and that could be a good thing with the right man. But with the wrong man, and it's like a lot of pimps use that too. They, you know, you chose the right pimp. Look, even the word choosing, we say, man, she choosing on me. Where you think that came from? Pimps. You chose me, bitch. You see what I'm saying? I chose you. The game, the game is to be sold, not told. You feel me? All that shit come from pimping. Pimping literally controls our culture. You see what I'm saying? And um, it definitely had a grand effect on the black race, especially the black woman. You know what I mean? And and pimping. Um, that's why a lot of people say pimping ain't dead. And people say, no, nah, like, I ain't never met no pimp. No, trust me, your homeboy's a pimp. He don't realize it, but he is. You're a pimp. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking to three, four, five different women, all that shit come from, man, come on, brother. They, 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 that shit all was programmed from pimping. You know what I'm saying? Breaking a woman all the way down. You know what I mean? Like building her up the way you want her to be, which is as a prostitute, as a hoe. We, as a culture through hip-hop we broke the black woman all the way down you know told her she was whack for not sucking dick now every black girl sucked dick and i have no problem with that i'm just saying we told her that she was this that or fucking nappy hair and that now none of them want to wear their regular hair you got girls who got long beautiful black woman hair but they're gonna put a whole wig on every day a whole weave lace front sew in whatever every day all day of the year you know what i'm saying so like we broke them down and we built them up the way we want to now we complaining you can't knock me because I wasn't there. I was a little, little boy when y'all was breaking down these women in the 80s and, 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 and 90s. But they broke the black women down and built them up the way that they wanted to. And that's how 
anybody can ha- can control somebody once you learn their psychology and you just accept the strengths and weaknesses between you and them. That's how the white man broke us down. He looked at it, he said, okay, clearly this black man is stronger than me, right? Why? Look at the average 10-year-old black boy and the average 10-year-old white boy. The 10-year-old black boy already got a six-pack. <laughs> the white boy looked like he's still eight years old, eight, seven, seven, eight years old. You feel me? Black boy probably already can bust a nut by then. He already ejaculating. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's clearly physically stronger than me, but I, I can control his mind, especially if I break him down, strip him of himself, embarrass him, take away his position and take away his manhood and make his woman not respect him. Pimping was a way to get that respect back. You see, that's what I'm saying. Pimp, the pimp mentality can be used in a good way or a bad way. Pimps fully understood women. They understood women way beyond any words I can use to describe you. The good pimps, the real pimps, they understood women. They understood men. They understood the way a man thinks. That's how he could take a woman who's not a freak, turn her into a freak, make her go and, and convince men who sometimes were married, businessmen, whatever, to sell, I mean, to purchase the vagina from this woman and also at the same time convince this woman to bring that money to him. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know how hard it would be to convince a woman right now to go out there and sell her body and come bring you the money? Now the women are their own pimps, right? But that's another type. That's another subject for another day. You know what I'm saying? Topic for another day. Whatever. So ultimately, I hope that you've got a little bit of insight on how pimping and the pimp culture and the pimp mentality has ultimately negatively affect our race. From our terminology we use to describe each other, to the way we treat each other, to the way we view each other, to what we see each other for. To our, our value, our goals, our morals. So that's that's all I really have to say. I'm thinking I'm going to do this as a part one and then we'll do a part two or part three. So this is, you know, part one. It's Tommy V of Raw Sex. Um, just stay tuned. I got more coming for you on this topic and how it affects us.